0: Hello and welcome David Baker. Welcome to the Wisdom for Life podcast. I'm glad that you're here. We want to give you wisdom, wisdom for your life, wisdom for your family. Doing a lot lately on wisdom for our family and wisdom for our children. I find there's so many things lacking and they are the future. Okay, Uh, we have one shot. We have one chance to teach them and train them and direct them in the way they should go in the rest of our life. We're going to look and see... How did we do? What did we do with that? So it really is a big deal. Let me ask you a question. So, are children naturally good? Are children naturally good? A lot of people would say they are. You look down at that precious little one. Oh, they're so sweet. They're so cute. They're adorable. They're angelic. They're like little angels. Uh, We have 11 grandchildren, and oh, they're so sweet and so cute and so adorable. So, are the children naturally good? Um, No, (laughs) they're not. Okay? They're not. How dare you say that? They look so precious. They look so sweet. Yes, looks are deceiving. Okay, that's the way they look. Um, But it's not that way. And if you are deceived in thinking that children are good, they're just naturally good, they come good, then you will be deceived. So many times parents think that children are naturally good and whatever the children want, that's our job as parents to give it to them. Absolutely the opposite. Children are naturally bad and God gave them to parents to teach them, train them, direct them, discipline them, help them. That's what God did. I grew up on a farm and it's amazing. You get a calf that's born mean, it's walking right away. Walking. The first day it's born. Walking. Our kids don't walk for a year. By the time that calf is a year old, if it's a female, it's called a heifer and it's ready to breed and have their own baby. A year old. Our baby's just learning to wobbly walk. A cow's baby is ready to have their own babies. Okay? um, Why? Why did God do that? God knew that human being, children, needed years and decades. By the way, no matter what age you are, at what age did you stop needing help from uh, your parents? At what age is that? I'm 56. I am blessed. My mom and dad are still Here and Available, my dad's 86. Uh, Guess what? Do I still need help? Absolutely. And I'm blessed to have them. At what age? I've heard so many people who have had to say goodbye to their parents, wish, wish, hope, pray they would give anything to have one more conversation with their parent who passed away. So many things they need and would ask them if they could. So to answer that, no, children are not naturally good. Okay, the Bible says, (laughs) Isaiah, sorry, Psalm 53, 58, 3. I'll get it. Psalm 58, 3. The wicked are estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born. Speaking lies. Well, they don't go astray until, you know, they're teenagers and they have bad influences. No, at the root core of who we are, we're sinners. The child... The Bible says, will be estranged from the womb. They go astray as soon as they be born speaking lies. How many times have you seen a child, an infant baby, a sweet angelic creature, scream and crying like they're dying? They're lying. They just want you to pick them up. They don't need a diaper. They're not hungry. They just want you to pick them up. And they know if they scream loud enough, long enough, you'll give in to that. Huh? The Bible says they're born speaking lies born speaking lies. We don't like that, we think, oh, they're so cute, they're so sweet, yes, okay, but by nature, what they are, they're human beings that are sinners. Mark uh, ten eighteen, and Jesus answered unto them, why call a me good? There is none good but one, that is God. By the way, Jesus was good, he was God. We are not, neither are our children, neither are our grandchildren, oh, they're so perfect. <laughs> No, they're not, okay? Romans 3.10, as is written, there is none righteous, no, not one. All right, so I wanted to give you that basis first because I wanted to talk to you about how so many times we do exactly, what the, uh, exactly the opposite of what the Bible says. Let me read this verse and then talk about it. Proverbs 29.15, the rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. A child left to himself, bringeth his mother to shame. No parent wants to be shamed. No parent wants to have to go through that. And I'm not trying to be hard or mean or cruel, but I've seen it too many times. For 30 years, I've volunteered or been the chaplain out of jail. I've been in court hundreds of times, hundreds of times I've been in court. And so many times I say, that mom, that's her boy. And guess what she is, ashamed. She loves him, she's there. She's ashamed when his name's in the paper. She's ashamed when he has to go to court. She is ashamed when he is found guilty and ashamed when he's given sentence. A child left to himself bringing this mother to shame. And I'm not saying that anyone who's gone to jail is that way. But I see so much in child rearing where we leave them to themselves. Okay. Two big points I want to talk about. One is a child throwing a fit, a temper tantrum. Philosophy today, psychology today is, well, just let them do it. Just let them throw a fit. They'll get tired. They'll quit. Just let them throw it. Let them get it out of their system. Excuse me. That is so wrong, and that is so much in the world. The Bible says a child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. If a child is starting to throw a fit, looking like they want to throw a fit, nope, stop, we don't do that. We don't do that. No child should ever be left to themselves to throw a fit and just like act like ignore them, like they're not doing it. They'll get tired. They'll stop. When, <laughs> that is not biblical reign. The Bible says a rod and reproof give wisdom. A rod and reproof give wisdom, but a child left to himself brings his mother to shame. They're throwing a fit. They don't need to get it out of their system. You're going to build up rage inside of them. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Bad behavior must be stopped. Bad behavior must be stopped. The Bible said that the eyes of the leader, the king, it is shoot with evil. It pushes away evil. There ought to be <laughs> the voice, a snap, and the eyes. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. What does that mean? A child's starting to act up, snap, finger, look at them. That's it. That's all it takes. They know what's on the other side of that. The rod and reproof. Give wisdom. The rod, the discipline, the spanking, uh, the chastising, that gives wisdom. And the reproof, the teaching, the correcting. Stop. We don't do that. We don't cry for candy. We don't cry for toys. We don't cry for what you want to get. We don't do that. We don't do that. Oh, just let them alone. Just let them cry it out. No. (laughs) If our child gets hurt or if our child gets spanked, then they're allowed to cry for a little bit. And you know, from being hit yourself, the pain subsides. Okay, stop. Dry it up. What? Yeah. we are not going them to leave him to themselves to cry. Okay, that's enough. Stop crying. Dry up. Oh, you mean, horrible, ogre, control freak, and those poor little children that you raise. I bet they hate you. <laughs> that's my kids. Okay. They love us. They're close to us. And they say, wow, thank you. We see by not doing that how children turn out. A child left to himself bringeth his mother to shame. Do you believe the Bible or not? Do you believe God or not? Who's the best parent? Who's the best father? God is. My whole child-rearing philosophy is God's the best father. He knows how to rear us. We're to rear our children like God rears us. It's that simple, okay? It's called child God's way. That's the way it's supposed to be. So they're throwing a fit. Stop them in a second. Stop, get up. If they need discipline, then discipline them. If they need spank, need spank. But they're not going to be left to themselves to throw a fit. Well, they'll grow out of it. Yeah. And wait till you see what they grew into, that 15-year-old fit. Yeah, just wait. Wait till you see that 15-year-old and throw in their fit, what that looks like. Yeah, they grew. Remember, growing is bigger. It's not smaller. That fit they threw at too. Oh, you thought it was so cute. You let them cry it out. Wait till it's 15. You have no idea what to do. You're done. You're done. It's so hard. It's hard when they're small. If they're strong-willed. Some of our kids have been very obedient and easy to uh, train in this. Others have been horrible and hard. That's a strong will. and um, But sorry, it's got to be broken. Uh, you have to obey. You have to do what we say. God gave you to us, and it's our job to make you obey. It is. So child left to himself, bring his mother to shame. First one is throwing a temper tantrum, okay? Stop it. Do not allow them to do that. Let them know that behavior is not acceptable. Number two, in the areas of discipline. All right, you got to go to timeout. Go stand in the corner and put your nose on this dot. Uh, go to your room and wait there. No, it's a, if they're going through the room because you're coming in a minute, that's okay. But just go to your room. A child left to himself, bringeth his mother to shame discipline should not be them in time out it not it should not be them standing in a corner uh well every time i do it it works they do what i say they may do what you say but please understand what you're building inside of them anger rebellion rage hate I had a good friend of mine went to school with him we were roommates for a while and he became in the industry entertainment industry and uh, was real real big in it we had lunch and talking. He said, what do you do for your kids? How do you help them? Uh, I told him what I did. Oh, I can never hit my kid. You're not hitting him. It's discipline. It, it's a spanking. There's a place that God made that has no vital organs, but a lot of nerve endings and a little bit of sting does a whole lot to change the behavior. Oh, I can't hit my kids. I'm not hitting my kids. I'm spanking them. He puts them in timeout. And uh, what's it like? He said, they're screaming. They're yelling. I got to pick them up and carry them into timeout. And then what do they do? They hold their breath until they pass out. How's that working for you? Guess what mine do? I lovingly, biblically disciplined. They hug me. They love me. And they know they needed it. And we're done. Over. Let's go play. <laughs> By the way, that's how God does. God rears us that way. Time out. Show me that in the Bible. A child left to himself bringing his mother to shame. Do you believe the Bible or not? Who's a better parent? You or God? You know more than God? Let's see how that works out for you. No, God's the best parent. God knows what to do. Do not leave your children to themselves. Okay, um, we would discipline them, and it would either be in our room or their room, depending on uh, what's going on, and um, and it's private. Nobody else is there, and they make sure they understand what they did, and it's clear they did this wrong. It's admitted, and then it's a discipline, and then it's love and accepting. And let's go. And we're not going to hold it against you. It's amazing. People ground their children. They got to be mad at them for a week so they don't give in on the grounding. And most parents give in. They feel like they're a good parent when their kid manipulates them in a day or two or three. Oh, mom, please, please, please. I've been good. Okay. And we feel like we're being good because we give in. They manipulated you to get their way because you grounded them for a week. And it's only been four days. Nope. I always make sure if I say a week, I ground him for the whole week. Great, now you're gonna be mad at him for a week. And a wall is up between you two for a week. Where's that? Where's that? A child left to himself, bringing this mother to shame. A loving, biblical discipline. The world hates this, okay? The world hates. Hates this. They push back at this so badly. But you see what's happening in our society. You see what's happening with our children. There's no fear of God. There's no respect for authority. Um, And it's not right. It's not right. And it's not going to rear the kind of children that you want. It's just not. Okay? Hey, realize this. God knows more than we do. God's the authority. If you think you can do and figure it out better than God can, you will be with everybody else and realize this, wow, this just didn't work. Years ago, um, France, and I don't know the years and get the exact story on this, but the atheist didn't believe God, didn't believe the Bible. God had a seven day work week with one day of rest, six days of work, seven days rest. That's what God did. By the way, all the time factors, God put those together. A day, how do we get that? A day is when the earth rotates on its axis, a 24 hour day. God set that up. How do we get a month? The month is when the moon rotates around the earth. That's 30, 31 days. Uh, The moon rotates around the earth. How do we get our year? That's where the earth rotates around the sun. 365 days, that's how we get our year. How do we get our week? Those are all set up by the cosmos, okay? God set those in place. The week is not. The week is set up, you can say quarter moon, half moon, I understand, but the week is set up by God. He worked six days and rested. That's the week. God did that. France said, oh, we don't need that. We don't need the Bible. We'll get more work out of them. We'll do a 10-day work week and let them rest one day. Guess what happened? Animals died, people died, sickness, disease. You can't get better than God. God created it. Go ahead and try. and You will be wrong like everybody else. It's the same thing with children. You find a different way to rear children other than the Bible, and you will be disappointed, and your kids will not turn out right. Realize God's the best authority. God's the best parent. He put in his book how to do it. Do not leave your child to themselves or mom. It'll be shame for you. It'll be hurt for the rest of your life with your child, with your child. Uh, and by the way, there was a time growing up. My parents thought they couldn't do anything with me. Let me do whatever I wanted to do. Dad gave up. He was fighting mom. Mom wanted to allow us to to do things. Dad didn't. Dad said, fine, go see your mom. He got tired of fighting it. So I got to do what? Whatever I wanted to. How'd that turn out? Not good. Brought my mother to shame. It brought my mother to shame. Tears broken. She's weeping in bed so loud. It's shaking the bed. Dad can't sleep. He gets up. Not good. Almost divorced. Almost ruined their lives. Almost. Almost some horrible things. How come? Because they let their son to himself. Not good. It never is. You ought to always know where your kids are at, what they're doing. It's too quiet. What's going on? Where are the kids at? Uh, when, the, when that group of boys gets together, do you know what they're doing? Probably it's not good. Probably it's not good. Okay. You need to always know where your kids are at and what they're doing and check up on them. <gasps> you mean you don't trust your children? Absolutely not. It's, it's uh, yeah, I trust you, but verified, okay? Okay, we're gonna check and see if they're where they're supposed to be and who they're supposed to be with. Do not leave a child to themselves. God gave them to you to parent. Be the parent. Let them be the child. All right, God bless you. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.